Welcome to track number 21 of Who is He that Overcomes the World? Just thank Him. Just pray. Pray for yourself. Commit yourself in the hands of God. Thanking Him for tonight. Thanking Him for another session. Thanking Him. Pray. Everybody pray. Chatting has ceased now. Talking has ceased now. Now we are praying. We are praying to God. We are talking to God. We are talking to God. So everybody here should be praying. Should be speaking to God. Everybody. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Including you. Including you. We are praying. Pray. Speak in tongues. Thank God for tonight. God is about to speak to you again. He's about to speak to you. So thank Him for the instruction He has for you. For the direction He's bringing your way. The Holy Spirit is about to work on your life again. So thank Him for the Holy Spirit that's about to work on your life. That's about to affect your life. That's about to touch your life. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mala mashita laba delibikapa. Paran delibikapa laba duba laba liba banda laba vida laba bakabanda. Haleba kato. Mandelaba. 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 Makabata. Prendo libikabakata. Safando. Labrata. Samba. Liba kabatunda. Yeye kabata. Brendo shamda laba diba kabalaba diba kabalebetaba. Mevi mato male, brandima, sobata, vemiko, lebreto, sabetasta, makapa, brando shata, malimako, malimato, malivete, brande lebe kabalaba, dabalaba. Are you praying? Everybody praying. Everybody talking to God. Praying to God. Thanking God for this session. Thanking God for this time. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Malamato lava diva kabalaba diva. Lava diva, 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 kabaka, brande lebe shete, malo mata, vende lebe, diva kapa, yende lebe, mikabato, leble debe, sibatoste, fama diva, lebe bete, lebe bete, makababaka, brande lebe shita, lava diva, kaba, lava diva, handa, aa, tabako, lembe doshte, mahata, mavikapa, 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 mamdo lava diva, kaba, diva, lava diva, hata. Thank you, Jesus. Mato labrata, shandele baby. Mahata, laba laba, laba diva, laba dunda, laba didi, kabala, vandele baby, vandele baby, vandele baby. Makababata, shandele laba diva, tanda laba diva, loba laba, randa laba bikaba. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeba kabatunda, laba diva, landa laba, banda laba, bida laba baya. Aha, brandele baby, shandalaba, laba diva, kambalaba, bandele baby. Makababo, shandele bebe, shandele bebe, shandele bebe. Ramalababada, ramalababada, randalababada, 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 randalababada. Imakabalaba diva labada babanda labanda 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 Aha, baba laba, bonda lababa bashi, bala bebe. Rababaka, 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 rababaka. Ima vima laba dila banda laba dila laba banda laba banda laba banda laba baika banda lebebe. Aa shabata, aa shabata. Makababa, kabalaba, banda lebebe. Lebe 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 lebe
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence to speak to us, to teach us, to convict us, to heal us, to correct us, to liberate us. Mama Mala, Bandalababa, Yeyebata, Brandelevi, 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 Makababasta. Zemitonda Labadiba Labadaba 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 Mikabako Bate Lebre Dima Labadiba Konda Labadiba Pata Vemitoza Zendelebe Bendelebe Mikolaba Bandelebe Mashadada Labadiba Lebahata Remikopa Bandeli Batosta Leveta Lebramde Libika Balata Mahasta Mato Mati Maki Mazo Mati Vendelebre Diba Shonda Lebredista Lebredima Lebredoka, Lebredeta, Vemika, Paparita, Sabiando Samata, Malibrata, Sibotaba, 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 Labadiba, Kaba, Labadiba, Labahata, Iya Blanda, Labadiba, Konda, Labadiba, 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 Makabata, Prendoste, Makata, 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 Mikosta, Fetebe, Lebredibo, Shendelebe, Imadema, Makababa, Bindelebe, Randelebe, Kandalaba, Bramdelababanda, Labalababanda, Mama Tole, Brenda Lebicaba, Pasisto Leveste, Malamato, Shandelebre, Dibocata, Prem de Leblikiba Kappa Laba Dimohata Laba, Prem de Lebe, Bicastata, Pandele Brecoste, Yebrende, Semito, Lebre Dibo, Sham de Labla, Diba Kappa, Yeyeste, 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 Semico, Labladi, Sabata, Labradosti, Malomato, Lebre Diba Tanda, Labla Dibahata, Labla Dibo Kapahata, Thank you, Jesus. Makabatonde, Lebledi Mokapata, Papalian Delemiki Palabando, Paparia Delemikito Papando, Malima Tonde, Lebredi Bahata, Padeli Bihata, Makabata, Makibota, Malibata, Malibeta, Lebrediba. Yea, thank you, Jesus. Matoshitata Labladiba, Makamato Lebre, Daba Labadiba, Manda Lababota, Mele Blekebeste, Parimo Yende, Lebrediba, Kabaliba, Donde Lebre, Dima Kappa, Libotoste, Mali Mata Fanda Labra, Dimo Shindo, Lebrediba Tasta, Aliwa Kakosta, Aliwa Kakosta, Makuta Labrediba Hata, Maki Blata Labratoste, Palido Dada, Labradili Bicata, Madili Mimitosti. Vemi kapa, vemi kapa, vemi kapa, vemi kapa badiko, lebredisto, mato mazi mate fende lebrediba kapa, papa rido lebrotiste, papa ribro dibotostita, papa ribro dibitostite, klebista tam de lebredima kanda labra diba kapa, labra diba kapa. Lebrediba, 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 Maconda, Lebredibo, Shonda, Labrediba, Kapahata, Memekisto, Memekipa, Memekita, Memevimbo, Memediba, Lebrendo, Jemda, Lebredis, Todediata, Lahata, Bahasto, Nekopa, Vemiko Patosti, Parindo, Lablata, Maleba, Divasto, Makindo, Lebleste, Palido Landa, Lebrediste, Lebrekipa, Lebredimo, Labradiba, Sonda Lebrediba Hata, Padasto, Stebekeuste, Mayundesticanda Labra de Mehata Fata, Bandilibitoste, Bandiliboteste, Bandiliboteste, Makindo Lablatisto, Baki Baku, Baki Baku, Baki Baku, Baki Baku, Palim de Lebedimo, Jem de Lebredimo, Kapa Lobotasta, Yaya Dimokasta, Mandimoste, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Yaboba Zostia. Yaboba Zostia. Yaboba Zostia. Yaboba Zostia. Zimo Labando. Labla di Basta. Vendele Bresto. Moka Batasta. Milo Mata Liba Dona Labra Diba Kaba Liba Tanda Laba Diba Hapahasta. Prem de Libi Tosta Labrati. Stekende Stefete. Nella Mita Malabaka. Shandelebe Handa. Imalo Mata Jamde Lebre Diba Kaba Labra Diba Kapatasta. Padele Bramde Lebeheste. Yege Grande Lebestoa. Rebestindo. Lebredista. Lebrevimo. Lebredimo Casto. Mate Mazimo. Deblendisto. Lebrequisto. Adilio Dando. Sandelia Bacasta. Makepa. Aasta. Cacasto. Cacadima. Cacadible. Stebrestofe. Malay Madomi, Kabatosti. Yes, Lord. Maridosti Abra Kastofa. Papadimo Labra Dima Tanda Labra Diva Kapa Labra Diva Kapa Labra Kapa Kapa. Pantela Brata Shanda. Cabrela Branda Stamba. Mali Branda Levete. Banda Levete. Banda Levete. Banda Levete. Brandoli Branda Shanda. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shamdola Vadili Bishonde, Leve Diba Labra Diba Kapashonde. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Malimi Konda Laba Diba Kaba Dota Sanda Laba Diba Kapa. Oh God, my Lord and my 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 God. Ye ye bratistonde, labratisteka, keke bretoste parianda, labradibiste peste. Oh my God, 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 thank you, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Papa Lido Shem de Lebe Keeper. Thank you Jesus. Father, we bless your great name and we thank you for this great privilege we have to be in your holy presence. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that is here with us to teach us again. To instruct us again. To convict us again, Lord. Thank you for revelation, Lord. And for understanding that you bring to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may clap your hands. And you may take your seats. Hallelujah. I think we are having a very powerful camp, isn't it? I think the camp is so powerful. We can't believe that it's ending tomorrow. Is it ending tomorrow or Monday? Monday. Okay. Whatever you say. I don't know that one of you will continue preaching. She remember that it's someone's wedding day tomorrow. As you are saying, we should be in the camp till Monday. When it gets to your wedding, we'll be here. Hallelujah. Okay. It's all right to have a quick recap, isn't it? So, which chapter should we start from? What do you say? Chapter 13. Okay, let's start from chapter 13. Chapter 13 is what? Dangers of worldliness. What is the world? What is the world? 
Number one is what? Two. Three. Wow. Can you already see these three things operational in your life? How many of you can see it operational in your life? You can, you've seen wild people who are influencing you, who are contributing for you to become worldly. The, the, the 2% worldliness that you have, or the 50% worldliness that you have, of the, or the 99% worldliness that you have, is either from people, or from places, or from the systems. So these three things are contributing to the percentage of worldliness that you see in yourself. As we've been here, how many of you have seen some worldliness in you? So it's either coming from some wild people or some wild places that you, you live in, you dwell in, or you, it, it's around you, or some wild systems that are fighting you. You saw a brother who said he has tried three times to move closer into the ministry. But systems, systems, keep calling him back. They just say, come back, come back. You haven't finished your project. We have some, some contracts. You can't just jump out of, we just can't jump out of a contract and say you are going to work for the Lord. You are going to serve the Lord. You want to run out. So, so there are wild systems that keep you away from what you truly and genuinely will want to do. And you would like to become. And there are some people, there are some people, I don't know which one is easy to deal with. The systems, the places, or the people. I mean, which one can you easily shave out of your life and say, look, I am going all out to have a godly life, a righteous life, and a sober life. I don't know which one, which one is easy to do. How many of you think it's easy to shave away people? All about places. It looks as though places are the easiest. And all about systems. Hey! Don't joke with systems. I think when it gets to systems, you shouldn't joke with it. Because you'll be trapped and you don't even know that you're trapped. You just need to rebel and just leave it and say, look, after all what? I'm going. Because to, to serve God, you definitely have to lose something. You see, the catch, the catch with people trapped in systems is that they don't want to lose. And the system also doesn't want to lose. So then you are stuck. Because to escape the system, you have to lose something. You have to look at it and say, all these things that I've spent 20 years of my life trying to put together, trying to have, down with it. You have to be able to think like Paul and say, I count all these things as toilets. Yeah, I count all as dunk, all as toilet, and then just walk away. Yeah. But it's not easy to look at and say, I count as toilet. Because when you look at it, it's not toilet to you. It still has some attraction. So it's a, it's a system that puts some worldliness into you. The systems inject you with some worldliness. If the places also inject some worldliness into you, and the people also inject a good amount of worldliness into us. So we should all know what is affecting us and what is keeping us from living a sober, righteous, and a godly life. There is, is one of these three, or all three, or two of the three, that is preventing us from becoming as sober, 
as righteous and as godly as we can become and as we can be. Do you understand? Okay, so dangers of worldliness. The first one was what? Say it again. Destruction of your calling and it makes you or that makes you unfruitful. The danger of being worldly is that it destroys your calling. And we read Matthew chapter 13 and verse 22. Who will be kind enough to read it to us? Matthew 13 and verse 22. How many of you believe that you are called? You have a calling. So if you have a calling, then you have to be careful about worldliness. Because that is what can snuff out the life of your ministry and your calling. There's worldliness. Matthew 13, who is reading? Is anybody reading? Uh, okay, we have just one minute. Matthew 13, verse 22. He also that received seed among the tongues is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. Amen. So you see, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, where, it's where the seed has been planted. So it's where the, the desire to serve God, the desire to do work, the work of the ministry, which type of vessel is it in? If it's in a vessel, a type of person who is worldly, then it becomes difficult for that person to fulfill the calling. Because the seed fell among thorns. That's what we read. The seed fell among thorns. And then it choked. It choked the, the seed of ministry. The seed of becoming a missionary. The seed of serving God full time. The seed of becoming a pastor. The seed of serving God was sown in a vessel. It was put in a heart that has, that has a wild place influencing it. Wild people influencing it. And wild systems affecting it. So even though the person has a dream and the desire that I want to serve God. But where the seed is, where that desire is, has chokers. They are chokers. They are things that, they are things that you care about so much. You care about it so much that you, it, it, it affects your calling. It actually destroys your calling. So the danger of words that your, your calling can be destroyed. Your calling. So you have to mind things that you mind. Wow. Things that are so important to you, you have to be careful about those things. Because when, when you are too careful about something, that thing can affect you. It's that thing that can bump you off this course of the ministry. And this course of working for God and wanting to serve God. I mean, you've been here since Tuesday night. What will bring you here since from Tuesday night to Saturday morning? It's not your desire, your love for God. And your love for the things of God. So therefore, what can quench this desire? And take you away from the reason why you have been here? It's, 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 it's the cares of this world. The cares of this world. The things you want to have. That the world offers, that the, that the wild people offer, the wild places offer, and the wild systems offer. So a good seed is being planted in you. As we've been here, what we've been experiencing is, is, is sowing. Seeds, good seeds are being planted in you. 
good ideas, good, good visions, good purposes are being put into our hearts. But the thing that will fight it and choke it, choke it, is the cares of the things of this world. The cares for the things of this world. The cares. We see, we've seen it over and over and over and over and over and over again. You see a young lady who loves God so much, wants to serve God. Then she gets to a certain age. Even before children, even before children, gets to a certain age, it's like, there is no beloved. But the care and the, and the desire so much. Someone gave us a, a cut-off age as what? God, for, God forgive you, but in case it's really 29, you see that by the time the person gets to 29, the person is changing. You see, the person begins to change. Because something is affecting us. It's as though, it's as though my dreams are not being fulfilled. My expectations are not being fulfilled. It's like this God. It's like this God that I have followed. This God that I have been following. And you see, it, it went, when, when, when what you want, you don't seem to be getting what you are. You, you, you secretly desire to have. Is it like we're all here? It's like we all love God. Is it, how many of us here love God? Mm-hmm. We all love God. But then along the line, things begin to change. As we love God, we also have hopes and dreams that some things will turn out a certain way. When those things don't turn out the way you want it to turn out, will you still be at a camp? Will you still want to serve God? That is when we see what is really and truly in your heart. That's where we see how worldly you are, even though now you love this. Because from, from, this, from this stage, from this stage of life, you're going to move to another phase of life. How successful are you going to be when you are crossing over? When we cross over, when we move out of school into a system of working, what will your life be like? What will, what will her life be like? And that's where we'll see those who really and genuinely want to follow God and want to serve God and those who have a bit of worldliness in them because that thing will be pulling you back. Is anybody understanding me? That thing will be holding you back and preventing you from going. And that is what will destroy the call that you say you have today. The call, the call that you say you have today. That thing will destroy it and that thing will affect it. When things don't turn out the way you want it to turn out and the way you have planned in your mind as you are dancing today and rejoicing today, when it doesn't work that way, it doesn't work out that way, when you marry and no child is coming, when your child starts growing and your child becomes some way, when you don't have the job that you wanted to have, when your husband doesn't turn out the way you, you thought he would turn out, what do you say to God? What do you say to God? So the things you care about, the things we care about, the things we care about are the things that affect us. The thing that affected Adam and Eve in the garden is what they cared about. Because they had everything apart from one thing. You see, be careful about what you don't have. Because it's what you don't have. Your care for things that you don't have, that can actually affect you. There was... There was no temptation for those guys except that tree. And Satan managed to turn their heads and say, look at that tree, this thing. You can have it. You can have it. That was their fall. That was their destruction. 
That's what changed everything. That's what changed everything for them. So that thing that you don't have at any given stage of your life is the thing that you must be careful about. That thing, that worldly thing, that thing in the world, that care that you, you seem to have so much. I want this. I must have this. I should have this. You see, unlike Adam, Jesus Christ, he said, man should not, must, must not live by bread alone. It's like, I don't need it to serve God. I don't need it to live. So Satan could not get him to fall. There was no, there was no trait or trace, there was no trace of worldliness in him. There was nothing in the world that he was desirous of. There was nothing that could be, could be used to tempt him and to destroy him. So when Satan came and he gave him the office, he gave Adam and Eve the same offer. But have this. And he gave Jesus also the offer. But Jesus said he doesn't want it. He doesn't like it. Because if he had taken it, he would have destroyed his calling. That would have been the end of Jesus Christ. That would have been the end of us. There would be no salvation for us. So as we follow worldly things, you don't know how many people you are sacrificing. You may think it's just you who has something that you want and something that you must have. But you are sacrificing so many people. So many people are being sacrificed out of your life. Churches, churches are, will never be started because of your selfishness. Souls will never be saved because you chose to be a wealthy. Hallelujah. Okay. The second point was what? You're mumbling. How many of you are going to stay away from worldliness because of your call? Because of the call that you said you have. By the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God, you will make it. I said, by the grace of God, you will make it. You, you will not be a byword. You will not be a proverb. You won't be at all. You won't be a proverb. You won't be a byword. Because as, as we read some of these, we, we think about real people, real people that we know that we can use as very good examples as people whose callings were destroyed because of worldliness. But that shall not be your story. Yes. Wow. Number two. Please speak it out. Num- number three is what? Everybody one more time. Worldliness diverts your attention from heavenly issues. What are heavenly issues? Hmm? We read what? First Corinthians chapter 7. Who is our reader? First Corinthians 7.32 But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried care for the things that belong to the Lord. How he may please the Lord. Amen. Wow. Verse 33 But he that is married care for the things that are of the world. How he may please his wife. Hey, my boy. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. So it diverts your attention from heavenly things. 
So the Bible is pointing out to us, and it's using the example of marriage, that marriage can affect your heavenly mindedness. Because now your concentration, your attention is divided. How you will please this one and still please God. And if you are not careful, you will not be able to please God. Because you just want to please your, your the person who, your wife. Yeah, you want to please her. Because wives like to be pleased. Wives, don't you like to be pleased? Yeah, they like to be pleased. Wives, how many wives are here? Is she a wife? To be. Okay, you like to be pleased, isn't it? Yeah, already she has a vision that she will, co- she will control her husband. Number three. Number three is what? Worldliness cancels the direction of the Holy Spirit because worldliness is a cause on its own. Do you have that? So, worldliness is like taking a course. It's like you're on a particular route in life. So, it cancels any influence, direction, contribution the Holy Spirit can make into your life. It's not, it's not, it's not, a, part-time, it's not a part-time job. When you're wealthy, it's not something that you just do on weekends. Like Satan will want you to believe that after all, you've been to church, you've been to a camp, you've done this, so why don't you just do this? It's, just, it's only today, or it's only for an hour, or it's only for five minutes, or it's only for ten minutes, or it's only for fifteen minutes. Worldliness is a course. It's a course. It's, it's, a, it's a road. It's a path. It's a journey you take. It's a, in other words, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. You, you remember the illustration Bishop gave us? The Holy Spirit was standing here calling him. But he was walking somewhere because his, his wealth, when you are wealthy, you are going in a particular direction. You have something that you are doing. Your mind, your affection, your thoughts, everything that is, on, is, is in you is centered on something. It's, it is not a part-time job. It is not a part-time course. Satan will want you to think, it is only on Fridays that you become worldly. Or it's only, it's, only, it's only for an hour. Or it's only for two hours. Or it's only for 15 minutes. But it is not that. It takes everything that is within you. It takes everything. It takes everything about you. And it cuts off the influence and the leading and the direction of the Holy Spirit from your life. So a worldly person is a worldly person. We, may, we call some people worldly Christians, but they are worldly. They are deceived by the definition of, oh, you are worldly Christians, I go to church or something. But you are a worldly person. It means that the, the influence of the Holy Spirit, Daniel, if you could keep your eyes open, it means that the influence of the Holy Spirit is greatly reduced. Greatly. Well, am I that boring that Daniel is sleeping? Then I'll go and tell everybody that I want to speak to you. You of all people slept. When you become a worldly person, you reduce in your life the influence of the Holy Spirit. You will think you, will think you have the Holy Spirit because you speak in tongues. 
Because you speak it. Because people, there are people who even speak in tongues as they are going to sin. As they are going to sin, they pray. And then when they finish, the first thing they do after they finish sin is that they pray again. But you are on a particular course which is different from the course that the Holy Spirit will offer to you. Which is different from the lifestyle and the direction the Holy Spirit will lead you if you are following the Holy Spirit. So there are not two roads that run side by side. There are two different roads. When you are worldly, you are away. You are far. You are far from where God wants you to be. The slightest worldliness that you have in your life is taking you away from the purposes of God. Did we read our scripture? Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2. Nathan would like to read. Are you reading in time? No, no, no. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Wherein in time past, ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Wherein in time past, ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. When you see an unbeliever, you know that there's a spirit that is at work in them, which puts them on the course of this world. But we are supposed to be different. We are supposed to be different. We are supposed to be different from unbelievers. We are not supposed to be found where unbelievers are found. We are not supposed to be found doing what unbelievers do. Isn't it? Isn't it amazing that, isn't it amazing that we find Christians that do what unbelievers do? And go where unbelievers go. And dress how unbelievers dress. And talk how unbelievers talk. And fornicate as much as unbelievers fornicate. And watch pornography as much as unbelievers watch pornography. Yeah. A lot of young people today, when you meet them, you realize that one thing that, that is missing, that is missing in their lives is, is, is the Christian word self-control. It's like there's no self-control. Do you know how I know? Because, because they're, they're, there's a certain deception that is coming on young people that's like, when I sin, I'll just say that I have sinned. And it's like, it's okay. The number of texts I receive of people who say, oh, I've done it again. Oh, Bishop, I've, I've failed. Bishop, i failed. i failed. Yet I was telling someone that, look, shut up. Satan is talking through you. Shut up. Because a, demon, a demonized person saw God once, saw Christ once, was crying. and was crying and saying that you are the son of God. You are the son. And God rebuked him. So some of these confessions, I've done it again. I've done this again. It's not, it's not genuine and real godly repentance. Because there's something called self-control. When you feel like it, you control yourself. You control, you say to yourself, no. You say to your body, no, I can't do it. I must not do it. What do I do? Then I send a text. I've done it again. Bishop, I've done it again. Bishop, I failed. Bishop, I, I tried. I tried, but I couldn't. I just, I just finished watching this thing, and I did this, and this. I mean, what, what nonsense is that? It's, it's nonsense. Yeah. Because self-control, what you need is self-control. That is control the self. 
control the self. The self wants, and he says, self, you can't do it. You can't have it. You can't go on this course. You can't go on it. Because that thing is cutting you off your relationship with the Holy Spirit. How many of you want your relationship with the Holy Spirit to be cut off? You can't hear from Him. He can't contribute into your life. He can't say, the only thing that leads you is feelings. The body feels. The body feels, then you do. Body feels, then you do. Then you say, Bishop, I've, I've failed. Bishop, I've done it again. You only remind me of those demonized people who say, Thou Son of God, you are the Holy One. Thou Son of God. That's only, that's only they remind me of. It's like a possessed person. Every morning you say, I have failed. May you stop failing. Hey! Number four is what? How many of you are going to exercise self-control before you read number four? The self-control coming into your body. Receive the grace of self-control. Receive the power of self-control. May you be able to come. May you feel and say, no, I won't. How many of you have been feeling things? You feel. You feel. Even right now, you are feeling. How can you be feeling in the camp? Your own is strong. And if you are feeling the camp, then it means it's, it's strong. The prayer warriors have to get to work. Yeah. No, no, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's rubbish. At the point, it becomes nonsense. Every morning you have a confession to make. Why? 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 It's like if I said that this is how I am, this is what I am. Yeah, the Bible says we should confess our faults one to another. So, so when you wake up, when the first text that is coming to the pastor, pastor, I've done it again. So, so where, where is repentance? Where is repentance? Do you know what repentance means? Repentance means to make a U-turn. To turn away from that thing. So even your sorry is not sorry. What you are calling sorry is just information. So I'm giving you information so you know that that's how I am. Yeah, that's how I am. But I have no intention of moving away from that problem. I have no intention. I have no plan. I just want to tell you. So in case someone asks me, I'll say, well, I, I even told Bishop. I told, I told Bishop the other day that, you know, I've been doing this thing. Isn't it? I told Bishop, I've been, I've been telling Bishop knows about it, I've been telling him. I've been telling him. And he understands. He's still my friend, I still have his number. Control yourself. Are you going to control yourself? Control yourself. Control yourself. Self-control is a Christian virtue. I can control myself. I can tell myself that self, you cannot do it. You can't. You can't have it. You can't have it. You can't. I don't have to do it. Hmm? Number four. Worldliness, that's what? Worldliness makes you forsake the ministry. May you never forsake the ministry. 
I said, may you never forsake the ministry. How beautiful it would be that everybody here enters the ministry. How wonderful it would be that when we are talking about ourselves five years from now, three years from now, every single one of us is in the ministry. Serving God actively, actively in the ministry. What can take you away from the ministry? What can take you away? What is better than the work of the ministry? If you choose anything other than the ministry, you are saying that that thing is more important than the work of the ministry. No matter how you explain it, how you talk through it, how you try to explain it, all you are saying is that this thing I'm doing is more important than the ministry. I pray that 100% of us here will be in the ministry. We'll be serving God and working for God and doing the work of God. May God give you that opportunity. I said, may God give you that opportunity. May God present you the chance to serve Him. A chance, a chance to serve Him. Otherwise, worldliness, worldliness will take you out of the ministry. Because you choose something of the world over the work of the ministry. Based on your mother's advice and your father's advice and your uncle who looked after you in school. That's still wealthiness. It doesn't change it. It doesn't change it. Are you hearing me? Okay. So this is 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 10 with the demons has forsaken, forsaken Paul, isn't it? Having loved this present world. You want to read it? 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 10. Wow. I have different readers now. 2 Timothy 4 verse 10 For Demas had forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. Christians to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Amen. Ask your neighbor, are you Demas? I'm sure, I'm sure there are people who are at the last camp who are not at this camp for various reasons. Various reasons. Various reasons. If we are to write, we'll write that this person has forsaken us. It has gone to Thessalonica for various reasons. Various legitimate reasons. But the truth is that ministry has become second place. God has become second place, even though the person I read my Bible every morning. But there is more to our relationship with God than reading the Bible every morning. We all read the Bible every morning. Then in addition to that, we have time for God, to work for God, to serve God, to attend camps, church meetings, and different things. But there are people at the other camp who are not here. And there are people who are here for the first time. And we pray that you will come the next time. And I will not have to write about you that you have forsaken us. Having loved this present well. This present well. How many of you are here for the first time? This is your first camp. Oh, wow. 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 Will you come again? Next time there's a camp, will you be around? Nathan, you've come to speak Chinese and all kinds of things. So now we know you. And it's your first time. First time at the camp, you are speaking Chinese. 
next time there's a camp, may you be here. Because if we have to write, we will write that God for you. But Nathan has forsaken us. And he will have reasons. I mean, there will be reasons and explanations why he's gone. Yeah. Well, if you are in China, may you be a missionary to China. But everybody has a good reason. Everybody has a nice reason why they do what they do. But it is still forsaken of the ministry. Put your hands together for Jesus.